Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. I am very particular about the type of CBD and hemp products that I use. There's so much hype and lack of testing and quality in the industry. So the company that I love and use is Evo Hemp. Not only do they have a beautiful product like hemp seeds, CBD oil, gummies, even hemp chocolate, protein bars, protein powder. They also support a 40-acre co-op farm in Minnesota, which is farmer-owned, focusing on bringing equality and innovation back to black, indigenous, and other socially disadvantaged farmers. So if you are looking into trying any type of CBD or hemp products, head over to evohemp.com. The link is in the show notes. And make sure you use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 20% off of your purchase. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Witchy Wellness Radio. I am your host, Lauren. And this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way. They're actually leading the way. And today we're talking with test trainer and we're talking all about tarot, business coaching, all of the witchy things we all love to listen to. Um, more on test. She's a founder of Spellbinding, which focuses on creating handcrafted intentional wares for the modern world. She's also a professional tarot reader, workshop facilitator, host of the Everyday Witch Podcast, and a mindset and business coach. Tess loves helping others heal so they can intentionally reach their potential. I was on the Everyday Witch podcast as well. So if you guys are looking for more witchy vibes and podcasts, go over that in the show notes and listen. But without further ado, welcome to the show, Tess. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's always great to have a fellow witch on the show to just dive into the woo, go deep. Um, last person I interviewed last week, we talked a lot about the witch wound and healing that. And, I, and I'm sure that has come up in your journey as well. How did you get to be doing the work that you do today? I know your business is evolving as we speak, but also like, what was your heroine's journey through the process to kind of understand you were a witch and how you wanted to bring your light into this world? It really started about probably eight years ago, um, and I was working for a girl as a personal assistant who was making products that were all natural, so like that got me into essential oils and more all-natural products and doing that, and then she was into a lot of spiritual things, so that kind of gave me permission in a way to get into that even though I was always drawn to it, I, that really made me dive deep into it. And then one day I was at a used bookstore and they had tarot cards. And I was like, I'm just going to buy them. And I just feel called to buy them right now. And I started using them. And the more I used them, the more accurate they were. And it made me realize how powerful it was, how accurate it was especially at a time in my life where everything seemed to not make sense 
and seemed completely chaotic. It helped a lot to just ground me and help me see like, okay, I was right in trusting my decisions and making that decision and like trusting the cards even because this happened and this turned out this way. So the cards were right in that situation. And I just kept going with it, making products, um, really started with like making all natural products, but then I created intentions behind them because I didn't want to be just another shop that was like, oh, it's all natural. And that's the reason I made it because there were so many shops at the time who were just doing all natural stuff, which is great, but I wanted to add something into that. So I created them to be intentional and they all have a specific reason behind them and a reason the ingredients are in them. And then after a while, I had people asking me to do readings for them, which was terrifying to me because I was like, no, I can't do that. You know, like I never felt prepared enough to do that, but I just did it because someone asked me to. And that helped me gain so much more confidence in myself because reading for someone else that you have never met before makes you realize how much you know and how much you can trust your intuition and how crazy accurate it can be sometimes and how much you can help other people by doing that and so then that got me down the whole professional tarot reading business and then by doing that it just kind of rolled into business coaching and everything else that I do yeah, that's so, I, I, it's completely different, but the same. When I started health coaching like eight years ago, I was, it was the same thing. You meet a stranger, you're helping them, and then you just start listing your intuition unattached and how crazy accurate it can be helping people, like just what they, they needed to hear. But it's really, for me, it was like, it's really me mirroring back to them. You know, it's like me tapping into that intuitive side and I think a lot of coaches, and sometimes I still get in my head about it, is like, you know, you can't help, like, you can't literally heal the person, like, they have to show up and do the work, like, you can get a reading and completely ignore it and, you know, go on with your life. But it's like this detachment to the outcome and allowing just whatever needs to come through to come through, whether you are giving a tarot reading or coaching or whatever. And there's this, like, <laughs> starting a business definitely comes up it's a whole nother spiritual journey a whole nother self-help journey like what advice would you give to somebody who's you know find found their passion and they're really trying to like build it into a business where they're like I'm not sure like what what are like the next steps to kind of like put your feet out there because like when someone starts asking you for a tarot reading like awesome but if you feel like there's crickets chirping you know, what are, what's, what are some of the next steps I can do? So I feel like a lot of the problem is people are so afraid to reach out to others to ask for help or to say like, this isn't something I'm super knowledgeable in. Maybe I'll go ask someone else who knows more than me. Like people are afraid to seem confused or like they don't know everything but that's totally normal it's fine to make mistakes it's fine to reach out to someone and have them tell you no 
like what that's the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say no and even if you're afraid you should still do it anyways it's probably like my biggest three tips and it surprises me like especially with building a podcast how many times I do hear yes I've heard a lot of no's but just consistently showing up in that energy you talked about how I was able to grow my podcast and barely I don't need to pitch anybody anymore like 90% of the people come to me and just being in the energy and pushing yourself to grow and reach out. And like the worst thing you can hear is a no. And to be, for me, that that's aligned action, putting myself in not uncomfortable situations, but putting myself out there like aligned action. I could be planning out my whole year, but for me taking the action steps that are maybe a little uncomfortable, like reaching out to people for, coaching or your business or podcasts that for me is like that energy is like I'm here I'm showing up it doesn't matter if what this person says I know that my vibration right now is like I'm I'm ready to receive and a lot of the, the energetic stuff is this push and pull for me and I'm sure a lot of the women entrepreneurs out there witchy entrepreneurs out there understand this this balance of like that masculine and going to get it, but also being in the receive mode and allowing those things to come to you. How do you balance that in your own life and your business? It's hard. I think that's probably what I struggle with the most is like being patient and not doing stuff constantly. Uh, I feel like I'm the person who's always like has 10 projects happening and it's going, going, going. Um, but I do like try to t- take breaks on social media and if I'm feeling really tired or like my body just needs a break, I will take a break for like a day or two and just chill and rest in bed. But it is hard, especially if you're like trying to start a business to not burn yourself out constantly. Like that is really difficult. And I talk to people all the time about this, especially with social media, being on it, having to be building that community and responding to people. And if you can just shut your phone off for like a few hours or something, that helps a lot. I've, I've asked people to hide my phone. I've hide, hid my boyfriend's phone from like for a few days at a time, just when you need the detox, like you need it. And for me, what's really helpful I have an iPhone, but I'm sure other phones can do this too. You can set app limits on your phone. So I have it set for all social media. I only can be on it for an hour a day. Now I could go in there and change that, but I'm pretty good with sticking to that because if I know that's enough time, if I need to go on there and post something or comment and I can scroll a little bit, I can get the fix, but I'm putting that boundary on myself because a lot of for me, business stuff is really reparenting myself with boundaries from a loving place. And I think that's like, I don't even know if I'm ever going to, that balance is really there right, with the masculine and feminine because it is all kind of all or nothing, but it is just learning to listen to your body when you need those breaks and allowing yeah. it. Yeah. And boundaries are so important in business and so hard. Like, clients I'm sure you know but like just 
in general, like if you, I feel like have a coaching business or are doing well, like you probably get with your podcast, people come to you and want to know how to do it or want free advice and want all this stuff from you because it's amazing that they look up to you. But then on the downside, it's like, okay, but like now I'm giving away all this information or now you're just coming to me because you want something. And so setting boundaries like that is also important, but it can be difficult because those people might be your friends. <laughs> and so it's like that awkwardness of setting the boundary of I'm not going to, you have to pay me, even if you're my friend, because I'm providing a service. A hundred, hundred percent. And I know for me, I've done in the past, like I've traded with friends who also have businesses, like my friends who was a chiropractor, I traded services with him. Like it doesn't have to be like pay me money. And I think a lot of people get weirded out by money at first and that you really have to work through a lot of your money blocks if you want to have a business. But the, the trade for me really helped because I was able to see like, of course I, I spend money on getting adjusted, like, or getting energy work done for me. that's like, that's a value. And for me to see when I first started, it was like, oh, wow, people value me as much as I value those services. I'm like, oh, wow, that, you know, it's, it's a value thing and knowing, knowing your worth and allowing yourself to, to, to receive that. And what I tell myself is like, I'm open to receive abundance from any area, you know, not just the areas I think, because when you kind of beat a dead horse the whole time and put so much pressure in this like negative energy ball towards like this needs to make money. And like, I think of like the TikTok or Instagram reel when they're like, you're holding a crystal or something like you better fix me. And you just kind of, you get into this like energy, like loop where it's sometimes it's easy to get stuck in like that desperation for needing this business to work because, you know, you, you put all your eggs in this basket. What are some mindset shift, energetic shift? Like how, how do you deal with that when you're so almost neurotic and like, you know, out of alignment, really? I think just taking a step back as hard as it is, like taking a step back, maybe changing your perspective or focusing on something else like if there's a different project that you haven't started or that you started but you haven't worked on it in a while focus on that instead and maybe something will happen with what you were trying to make happen if you're not 24 7 focusing on it or just simply like straight up take a break and it's really difficult because if you like want money or you need money, it's really difficult to be like step back and let go of that control. But sometimes like it's this weird thing of when you don't really need something to work and you don't care if something works, it works the best. And when you really need something to work, it doesn't always work out. <laughs> it's like releasing that control and just seeing what happens. So simple, but when you are so passionate about what you want to do especially in business it's it's easy to get stuck in that loop and for me it's like okay I just got to go general like talking about what Abraham says go general like what 
thinking about and doing either another project or something completely different, not even related to your business, to get myself to a place where I feel that more bird's eye perspective, that I understand that every single thing is working out for me, it's happening for me. And I mean, sometimes even just taking a walk outside, you know, it just really helps you get out of the atmosphere, get out of the container where you normally are working and just shift the energy. And we just completely rearranged our entire place. And already I'm like, oh, I just rearranging furniture helps so much when you just are kind of like stuck in a gunk and like, I need to get some energy moving. Like for me, it's like, I have to, I can grind out. Like I spent most of my life grinding it out, but creating a workspace where I feel inspired, where I feel like I can be in that receiving mode is like so important for me. Um, I love to hear what you think about that because I think, you know, obviously I create my own reality and like what I think is what I create, but at the same time, like the environment in which I'm creating in always really helps me either create or not. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. Like it has to be somewhat peaceful and, you know, you have to be passionate about something, but you also have to be in an environment where like, it's okay to be passionate about that. Like it's hard if you are trying to start a business and like no one thinks you can do it. I mean, to some people that might be good because like, I know sometimes when someone tells you you can't do something like I'm like this, that just like adds fuel to my fire. And I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. (laughs) I'm going to go out and do this 10 times faster now. So I could see that maybe benefiting some people, but a lot of times it's probably just going to make you feel even more depleted. So I think that's important with your environment and just having a place where you can rest and get re-energized is really important. I know we've kind of talked a lot about having the business and things that come up, but I would love to hear like, how do you help support the witchy entrepreneur? What, you know, what are your services would you offer if somebody is started a business or wants to start her own business, like how can you help support her? So I offer different types of coaching, but basically it's to help your business grow, especially on social media. And I create a strategy plan, helping with branding, reels, engagement on social media, and really helping People who have unique businesses, so like witchy businesses, anything that's outside of the mainstream, so creatives, stuff like that, be able to find um, a spot where they can really thrive and grow, whether that's online or in person, whatever really works for them and make a life for themselves within that bubble. Amazing. I know like, it can feel alone. Like you said, when people around you don't understand what you're doing, whether they support you or not, it can kind of, you can get in stuck in your head in these stories of, you know, it's not going to work and just stuck in the false beliefs and having a coach or having a community of like-minded people, but someone who can mirror you, but also who's been there on that journey, you know, and even just a few steps ahead, especially in business, like coaches, have been so helpful for me because they allow you to see the loops that you're in 
And it also helps hold you accountable to like shifting that energy and taking that aligned action to go where, where you want to go, where you know is who you truly are. I've definitely been there before. And even if it's just like a one question that you feel like you need to ask someone, but it's great to get an outside perspective of like, you know, your prices are so low and you can be charging way more because I think a lot of times people undercharge because they feel like, who am I to charge this price point? You know, so I'm going to charge low because I want to sell, but it's not fair. Like it's not right. And a lot of times an outside perspective can be like, you know, why are you charging so low or this, this, and this, and this will really help you grow. And things that someone would never think of will really help them level up. But it's hard to see that from your perspective unless you really look from the outside. Totally, totally, totally agree. And I think things like bringing it back to tarot, things like divination and like learning to listen to your intuition, like working with a coach in any of your life, I look for people who are going to help me become a better coach to me too like what are some skills that i can you know take away that that i can learn to apply in my own life i wanted to talk a little bit more about tarot because i don't really know if we've honestly talked about it on here very much which is funny after almost five years of the show but how do you use tarot for you know everyday life but i'm assuming you apply it for your own business and like what to what to do if you're hitting your head against the wall like how how do you apply the tarot in your own life and business like if you want to use it every day or you're trying to learn it's good to do a daily card pull and just pull it you don't even have to know what it means just you know study the card and then see where you feel like it comes up throughout your day and then at the end you could do a little journal about that but I like to do like situation, obstacle, um, outcome types of readings for business. If you feel stuck, it's really good to do, or you have a question or you're not sure what decision to make regarding business, that's when it's really helpful. But like tarot reading isn't actually fortune telling or like predicting the future. It's a forecast. So a lot of times it's things that you already know but you aren't ready to acknowledge or you don't really want to face yet so that's why it's helpful but it's also difficult and a lot of people don't like it because it's like being extremely honest with things that you don't want to acknowledge um been there been there you know want to reshuffle the deck reshuffle the deck i don't want to see that card and i think things like tarot are another mirror into what's already there, like you said, and approaching life, but your business and, and things like tarot as a way to gain a different perspective, because when we're kind of stuck in the same loop, the different thoughts in our day, you know, probably going to the same places every day, you kind of get stuck in like Groundhog's Day in a way. And I found different things like tarot, or oracle cards to be able to reflect on it it's whether i want to see it or not so if you if you got a card maybe you want to see or maybe you don't really want to see what's kind of the the next steps of like 
diving deeper into that message for yourself and how you can apply it into your into your life it depends on like the situation the card was pulled and i always tell people they can pull like clarifying cards so if they get a bad card like quote-unquote bad card and they are freaking out about it or don't know why they pulled the card then you can always pull another card and a clarifying card and kind of see like why that card came up or what comes after that card. So I think that's important to understand like what if you pull the devil, is it reversed? Because that means that you're like leaving that toxic situation. If it's not reversed, maybe you could pull a clarifying card to see like what comes next or what you should be doing next. And that will really help you with figuring out your next steps. And same for like a good card, you can always do that. It doesn't have to be like only bad cards. Pull cards. I mostly pull different oracle cards. I always pull like multiple just to get a bigger picture. Like what's the deeper meaning? What are like kind of the next steps to kind of allow myself to dive deeper and really see like what's coming up. And actually last night I was looking at my pictures from last year on my phone and I, I always pull three cards beginning of the year or the end of the year and just you know that for the intentions for the year ahead the you know what the past present and future that's how I like to pull oracle cards which is different than tarot but at the same time the like for me like divination kind of tools like that really helpful and it was so interesting to look back at last year's poll and how this year played out completely and it's like, okay, now I, I now I can see that at a bigger picture of like, wow, that really did come up. And this is what really helped me change a lot this year. And the three cards that I pulled up this year, the present card that I got, of course, was like, it was like something to do with your home or your space. And of course, like the next day, I was like, we need to rearrange our entire place. Like this needs to, you know, come up. I'm like, of course this came up. And that completely shifted my energy, my partner's energy, the way I view my business. You know, I haven't talked about this yet a lot, but I'm like totally shifting what I'm going to do in the future. Just the end of this year listening. And I kind of wanted to tie these things together with business and really listening to your intuition of, you know, I quit my corporate job this past year I, to go all in on my business. And then I kept manifesting shit out of the woodwork. The week that I left my job, I manifested a category five hurricane where we live. <laughs> and then after I get back, I manifested, I call it an energetic upgrade, but I got so sick for like two and a half weeks. And all these things kept coming up. And emotionally, of course, energetically, things were coming up for me to see as well. And I really had to take a deep look at, you know, myself and what was coming up in my business and like, is this the direction that I'm supposed to be coming up in? Because literally the week I was launching my latest program, I couldn't get out of bed. I was so sick. So <laughs> everything is happening for us. And just how do you look at life and, you know, what's coming up energetically and emotionally in terms of, you know, your intuition, your higher self, spirit guides, guiding you 
you know, reconfirming what direction you're going in or like, when do you know you need to take a shift? Because I know we talked online, you said you're starting to shift towards certain areas in your business and letting go of other areas. Like, especially as a business owner, sometimes it's a little scary to be like, well, I'm going to completely change what I'm doing and, and start all over. So how, how do you, I guess, how do you help people with that? And have you, have you had to work through that yourself? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say like, I think it's totally normal to at points in your life be like, what am I, like, what am I doing? I don't even care anymore about my business or whatever, or like, I have people say to me a lot, like, you have your shit together, you're, you know, you got everything, like, together, you look like you have an amazing life or something like that, and it just feels to me, like, when people say that, I'm like, no, I don't, like, that, why are you saying that to me, you know, like, it makes me feel so weird, but then I'm like, from other people's perspectives, I can see that it looks like I do because they don't understand like what's going on in my life or like how I feel about certain things. So I think it's just understanding that like you're never going to feel completely stable no matter what you do or where you are in life. But for me, like shifting is when you've completely lost all passion about and like any sort of passion, any sort of motivation to do what you've been doing and you don't like see yourself doing it in the future or like daydream about oh I'm gonna open a shop I'm gonna do this like it's just gone and that's when I think like there's a shift especially if you're thinking about doing something else and that's what's giving you passion instead and then doing what you did before is feeling like actual work And that to me is like my sign that it's time to find something else, focus on something else um, and shift gears, which is really scary because it feels like I spent seven years building something and then I'm just going to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to shift and build something else that maybe it'll take another seven years. And then what if in that seven years, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore but I also think that's growing and like if you never you know like you were talking about in the beginning if you stay comfortable and stay where you are and don't take those risks then you're never going to grow and maybe be extremely successful because you didn't try anything and you didn't get outside of your comfort zone so yeah I don't know if that really totally answered the question but yeah it's that balance of like for me, like with the podcast, there were times where like, I would be so nervous to have the interview that like, I wanted to cancel it. And so when I first started, I did cancel a few because I was so freaked out and I couldn't handle it. And seeing myself now, I'm like, oh God, I I love her so much. It's a balance of like, do I have stuff that I need to work through that's keeping me from that passion? Or it's like, no, I'm fully showing up and this is no longer my passion. And I think, especially as women, you know, naturally that feminine, even childlike energy is like to create and 
that changes. Like when I was a kid, I never had the one thing that I was always into. It always, always something new, something new, something new. And I always really judged myself for that. But I think like you said, it's growth. We're not, it's, you know, we're, we, we get to experience something different and new and, and we're creator beings and we want to create something new. And even though sometimes it can be scary starting from beginning, but it's just like this, we live in a cyclical world, you know, the moon cycle or menstrual cycle of the day. And with certain ideas, I think that sometimes they run its course and you've learned what you needed to learn out of the experience. And whether you think it was quote unquote successful or not by society's terms doesn't matter. It's like what your inner being is guiding you to become you more, more of you. And yeah, that was another tangent, but I just, I feel so passionate about being, being an entrepreneur. It's like doing this, this inner work at a way, way deeper, deeper level. So yeah. Yeah. Thank- I was just going to say, maybe, like, to answer your question a little bit better is, like, if you don't, like, if you feel that way for a brief period of, like, I'm not passionate about this, but it only lasts, like, two or three weeks, I think that's totally normal, and you continue doing what you're doing. If you find that passion again, and it's, like, a brief period of, the feeling of not being motivated or not being passionate about it. But if it lasts for like a long time and you just don't see it happening, then I think it's totally fine to move on to something else because you're you're not interested in that anymore. You're not passionate about that anymore. But of course, there's going to be times in your life like with emotions and everything where just in general, you're not passionate. Just in general, you're feeling depleted. So that's normal in business to be like, I'm not passionate about this. But if it lasts a really long time, then maybe, yeah, you're not passionate about it and it's time to move on. Always, always a balance and it, you know, varies to person to person. And that's why it's so important to learn to listen to your intuition. It's, you know, it's always guiding you. Um, But yeah, was there anything else, Tess, you wanted to share before we start to close the show out today? No, I think that's it. I had the, I think this was a great conversation. Oh, me too. Me too. It always flies by. I was always amazed how fast it goes, but thank you for showing up and imparting your wisdom with us today. And we close the show out the same way every week. How may we as the listeners, as an act of gratitude, be of service for you and return today? Really just reaching out to someone and not being afraid of hearing no what or reaching out to a business whatever you've been thinking about just do it and don't be afraid of hearing no or whatever you think they're gonna say and if you want support or help with anything you can reach out to me for some coaching Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was such a pleasure to have a fellow witch on the show. Thank you for having me. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.